Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. For countries in the Northern Hemisphere, where it is now winter, this is the flu season, and many people have had flu jabs to protect them from various strains of flu, including H1N1. But in interesting new findings from the University of Chicago, patients who were infected with the H1N1 virus two years ago now seem to have active antibodies that protect them not only from that strain of flu, but many others too. The scientists studied a group of nine previous H1N1 adult patients, some of whom experienced just mild illness, others who were hospitalized for severe influenza. By examining new blood samples from these patients, it seems that they have produced antibodies effective against many strains of the flu. Of course, it's not a good idea to be infected with H1N1 just for this purpose, but further research could lead to developing a single vaccine that could provide immunity from all flu strains. The use of stem cells for repairing the body from disease and injury looks very promising, even though few tests have been done on people. However, a wolf in Brazil that had been hit by a truck and left for dead was treated with stem cells and has made a miraculous recovery, reportedly the first wild animal treated with stem cell therapy. The wolf was close to death and had broken bones and various other injuries, but an animal doctor implanted stem cells near the site of the wolf's broken bones. After a few days, she no longer needed pain medication, and after three weeks, her broken leg had completely healed. Four months later, the wolf was released back into the wild. That's half the time it would normally have taken to treat a wild animal with that level of injury. If that sort of result could be replicated with humans, then medicine would be radically changed. Hopefully, in the future, we won't need tanks and guns to fight wars. But in the meantime, scientists are looking at new ways to make killing machines more effective. One development is for a new camouflage on tanks that would replicate the surroundings that they are in. It's not exactly a cloak of invisibility like Harry Potter would have, but much better than having tanks painted green when in the desert or yellow when in dark areas. The new system being developed would change the color of the tank's exterior to be the same of the environment it was in. It might also be able to replicate shapes so that the images of trees would appear when in a forest, or perhaps walls of buildings if the tank was in urban warfare. So far, the system is only theoretical, but if it could be developed, then it would make tanks much harder targets to see and destroy. One of the things that astronomers are pretty sure about are black holes, regions of space where nothing, including light, can escape. So although we can't actually see one because it doesn't reflect light, we can judge where one is by the effect that it has on light and planets nearby. It's also quite likely that time passes slower near a black hole too. 
So if we are right about the existence of black holes, then scientists have just found the biggest one ever, located some 50 million light years away from us, roughly towards the constellation of Virgo. The supermassive black hole has an estimated mass of 6.6 billion of our own suns. That's enough to swallow our entire solar system in one gulp. There could well be bigger black holes in the universe, but this is the biggest one found so far, and one that I'm quite happy to be 50 million light years away from. One of the fun scientific tales last week was the news that our horoscopes might not be what we think they are. I am a Gemini and do occasionally check my horoscope to see what good or bad luck I might have that day. But the ancient twelve star signs of the zodiac are actually out of date, so say some scientists. Astrological signs are determined by the position of the sun relative to certain constellations on a person's day of birth. But these positions were determined more than 2,000 years ago, and since then stars have shifted from our perspective on Earth. So much so that horoscope signs are nearly one month off. Even if the signs were stable, there's no reasoning why the positions of stars should affect a person's behavior or state of mind. But millions of people do check their horoscopes daily, which is big business and quite a lot of fun too. So I think I'll still remain a Gemini. Thank you. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Science Blog for this week. Read it back again on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you next Thursday evening with more. Teen Time presents podcast on demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time podcast on demand. <laughs>